already. And right. with that being said, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Digestive. <laughs> it is late September, rapidly approaching October. And uh, we are in the heart of fall. My favorite time of the year regarding weather because I am a man who has a condition that I actually do not sweat that much in my armpits, but I have a sweaty hand, sweaty feet condition where when it's really hot weather, all the sweat in my sweat glands, I have something called hyperactive sweat glands. And this is something that has really pained me as a child because when I would shake someone's hand in the summertime, I always was the awkwardly tall kid with the sweaty hands. And it really uh, did not help me in my initial first steps of trying to talk to women and, you know, in the dating world. Because what, you know, what high school girl wants to date a awkward high school boy with sweaty hands? You know, nobody really wants that. That's mm. not that's not something anyone's really planned to sign up for. Right. But uh, that is what it is for me in the summertime. I tend to have to wear socks over my flip flops for obvious reasons. And I have to walk around and try not to keep my hands too moist at all times. But now we are in September. We are in that perfect weather where my Eastern European roots come out. I do not get cold. I just kind of stay comfortable and slightly chilly at all times. But uh, I am Sam Mushman, as always, comedian sommelier, Robbie Sko to my left. How you doing, bro? Good, man. Got the um, past coming back to bite me a little bit. The past coming back to bite you. I, I, There's a lot that's happened <laughs> in the last two weeks in your past. I uh, I don't know what this is, but I'll, I'll just mention it and pretend I know what it's about. But I received um, I received some bail money as a refund from something I did in Jersey City in like 2014. Okay, bail <laughs> money. You received yeah. a a refund on bail money, so you were bailed out for something, and then yeah. I, the the number that was set for your bail was too high. They relooked into it and said, <laughs> really "You know, what, this is a man. The way he's dressed right now, why did we set the number so high?" Yeah, I, I was figuring you could figure out why that was, but yeah, they, well, I, I'm trying I, to. I, I need I, help. I, what, I, you I, can't I, just say that. I feel like I, the only time I've got arrested is just for like ganja after high school, just like sure. smoking in a car, and then so you've been arrested for that on multiple occasions. No, just once for that, and then okay. once for like hopping a turnstile, and I think I didn't have my license or something. Sure. So I was just in like a Manhattan like jail cell overnight with a bunch of like drug dealers and stuff and wow. i just like slept on a little bench and they're talking about yeah man i got a pound of this pound of that a heroin wow. i'm just like yeah i have the turnstile <laughs> amazing well ladies and gentlemen the the great and powerful robbie sco when white privilege doesn't work to your left hand side right there and to my right uh the one the only some may call him that saxophone guy some may call him a little bitch whistle boy uh, uh others call him mr lucas perez how you doing that's that the hip. That's that the hip. <laughs> that was the best part of that episode. Well, it was fun. <laughs> we created a caricature that I think is, is is more important than you think because I do think <laughs> you are going to meet Donna one oh, of these boy. days. And if you are not emotionally and intrinsically ready for that experience, uh, it, it could go down in the, the wrong path. Mm. What are your thoughts on that? I don't know. I, I like Louisiana. I like the South. I'm not... I don't know I like if people. Louisiana likes you. Uh, That's my concern. Could be a thing. Yeah. Well, Donna. Well, as always, guys, Mr. Perez, uh, you know, a remarkable persona on the saxophone. And what's interesting about the show is you see that saxophone guy in that different lifestyle of positions in his life. You have certain episodes where he is in shorts, a baggy T-shirt, and a douche mock. And there's other episodes where he's in a 
three-piece suit with a floral undershirt and little uh, white velvet Sperry shoes, you know? And, like, there, there's a lot of different versions you see of this man, but um, mm-hmm. you are not a fan of podcasting in the morning. Uh, are, are you awake and ready now? Uh, I'm getting there, man. Okay. I'm getting there. It's, it's hard. It's really hard. Well, well, we will come back to you. I, I feel great. I, I'm in a great mood, and I want to, you know, we've talked, Robbie, about this a little bit. I was at my wine bar a bit understaffed. The last five, six weeks, it was it was tiresome. Oh, was wearing multiple hats, but we are now getting staffed. There's new hires. There's people. There's new little minions in the in the in the realm getting acquainted to what we do. And uh, but it's still nerve wracking because what I realize is like when you're running any kind of a business like like new hires that first week or two, they're like goldfish. Do you ever have a goldfish as a kid? And your mom takes you to the pet store and, you know, you look around and there's like this really cute puppy dog. There's like a really cool parrot. There's like an iguana. And you want any of those pets, right? But the reality is your mom still deals Coke on the weekends and her husband hasn't talked to her in six to nine months. So the budget she has for a pet for you at that point in your life is a goldfish. And you need to accept that. You need to accept that this is a thing I cannot get potentially too emotionally invested in. Because it could veer off wrong, down the wrong road at any point in time, right? And what is the biggest challenge with a goldfish? It's when you purchase it and you take it out of its natural tank of water in a plastic bag. And you have to transfer it to a new tank of water, right? It's that shock. You have to make sure the water is the right temperature. You have to make sure that the surrounding temperature is, is not too off from what it was normal, you know, what it was used to. And mm-hmm. when it hits that water... You hope and pray that it does not immediately die, right? So new hires are like goldfish transferring into a new tank, right? Mm-hmm. That first week, you have, to, you have to stand by the goldfish, make sure its first experience is a positive one, and eventually, you know, when enough time is, has 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 passed and you know you have the like the little fake skeleton configuration in there, the goldfish likes that, it's swimming through it, then you could throw it a couple little like guppies and stuff to play with, and then you know the goldfish is in a good place. But that takes a couple weeks, right? So I have about three goldfish currently. That's what I'm dealing with. Yeah, it's good. I remember seeing you like a few weeks past, just like running around in the kitchen, like sweating, like throwing things around. Like it was you, a nightmare. Yeah, like that was you, a nightmare. You and Marlon going oh, in, like yeah. ah, getting things. I've made more flatbread pizzas than I ever. I'm never going to eat one ever again. <laughs> I've made had enough. Some, they're in my dreams. These mm-hmm. like flatbread pizzas. I had I had a nightmare that I had to make like 187 flatbread pizzas, and I didn't have any ingredients. <laughs> Cause that's like I was. This, this was keeping me up at night, you know. Oh, so, but, oh, we recognized one of your uh, goldfish. Yeah, because we'd, we'd uh, see him at the at the bar down the street. When, of course, we'd always show up looking absurdly fresh. Yeah, a- and then he has a nickname for me. Yeah, his nickname for him. What does he call you? He calls me Snakeskin. Ah, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think so I, I think I know which goldfish you're talking about. Yeah, so literally <laughs> every time I, I I walked into that place, even if I didn't have the snakeskin jacket on, he would just go Snakeskin. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I, I I'm a big fan of him. I think he's gonna be good. I think he. I we're think fans. He, we're fans. Yeah, yeah. He was a good one. And, and also, whenever we can find someone that can, like, my entire staff makes fun of you. So, like, that, that's a culture we want to instill. <laughs> we want to make sure that you know when you walk in, e- even if you get your invoices, especially in the weeks that your invoices get paid on time, because you're you're in a good place and you deserve to have your invoices paid on time. We want to make sure that you get shitted on emotionally from the moment you walk into the wine bar to the moment you leave, because that is just you know, that's how we show you love. Is that do you feel the love? The love from that? Okay, good. I didn't want to make sure. Um, 
He looks a little like Robbie, right? A little bit. Okay. Yeah. No, we're definitely talking about the same guy. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking about the same person for sure. For sure. Um, two skinny white guys. Yes. Yeah. For sure. Uh, but yeah, man, it was. Uh, it's a good feeling to be staffed up to start educating about wine again. You know, to actually spend the time to like talk about fermented grape juice. That's a that's a fun fun opportunity. Um, I. Uh, Robbie has been dealing with some medical things over the past several months, especially from COVID, the second vax and stuff. I recently got my own checkup and uh, just to make sure everything was working okay, all the gears were, you know, sharp and, and squeaky and everything. Mm-hmm. And everything came back fine, except for they tried to say that I have a high cholesterol. Oh, boy. Yeah. <gasps> high cholesterol. LDL. The LDL, that's like the unwanted cholesterol, I think, right? Yeah. Uh, a decent amount of unwanted, but also not too much, uh, actually a decent amount of wanted cholesterol. So, like, here's what happened, right? And this is the issue with the medical field, you know? You pull a 223 cholesterol rating. You're supposed to be under 200. That's what I learned, right? And they, the woman looked at me. She said, okay, you've got about three months to get this down. Or, you know, if you can't get it down yourself, we're going to have to put you on medication, Oh, Na- my goodness. That's a freak. I- I'm like, whoa, he- he- I'm 31 years old. I'm active. And she- she's like, well, do you do you exercise enough? I'm like, I'm like, just, just, just fucking stop it. That's, that's not the problem. The problem is diet. The problem is I work 12 hours a day. I, I burn 300 calories a fucking day running around on my feet. And then I go and eat Taco Bell at 2 in the morning. That's the, the issue, mm-hmm. right? Um, but the comment about the meds, man, kind of freaked Eesh. me out. And then I talked to my dad about it, who actually has legitimate, at one point, high cholesterol. And, like, high cholesterol is in, like, the high twos, low threes. That's, like, high cholesterol, right? Really high cholesterol is apparently, like, up in the fours and shit, Dang. you know? So, like, 223 is apparently, like, not that big of a thing. It just Ooh. says that you're still a healthy 31-year-old shithead that just needs to eat healthier. That's mm. kind of what that says, right? Ooh. But I, so, so I, I, it was fascinating how quickly they were ready to just pop you on meds, you know? Because we live in a society. Dish out that prescription. Yeah. I mean, is there ever a country that is more charged by keeping the population medicated? Yeah. And it's crazy. Like the list of things that are just unpatentable is just all like, oh. you know, like hemp and like anything natural. Like you can't patent anything natural. No. It has to be like synthesized. So like it forces these, these companies, like these pharmaceutical companies to make things that are more synthetic and less natural so that they can get a patent on it so that they can optimize their profit from it versus something that may be healthier for the person but more natural because they can't put their own like this is our company this is our seal on it exactly it is crazy and you're you're in that board meeting to what robbie just said and you're like well you know we're going to make this thing completely by ourselves We, we will control the operation we will control the recipe of this it's all unnatural but what we're going to do is we're going to bring in an actress and we're going to create a little talking dog. And the talking dog is going to be in a commercial. And he's going to go to the vet. And it's going to be silly. It's going to be really cute because they're going to diagnose what's wrong with the dog. And it's, he's going to say, I'm a talking dog. And everyone's going to laugh. You know, it's going to be really, really adorable. And the, and the doctor's going to go, no, silly talking dog. It's that you were having issues with your trachea and in your small intestine. And we had to have, now have doggy medication for you. But, but the, the American public's not going to see that. They're just going to see, look at this woman and her talking dog. How cute. I wish my dog could talk. I want to talk. That is how, that is where the American brain goes. We we watch that commercial go, duh, the talking dog. I want talking dog. Why don't my dog talk? 
I want Talking Dog too. And then like by the end of the commercial, it's like your dog needs this, and and you completely your your brain skip past that that last thirty seconds where where, where it's like sound effects could be stroke, heart damage. Blah, 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 blah. You you miss all of that verbiage, and you go and get your not talking dog medication. We are literally doing healthcare commercials, uh, you know, medicine commercials for animals at this point. Mm. You know, it just it, it's it, it's absurd to me. So you know, that's what it is. I'm gonna I haven't eaten steak since I've gotten the results. Ah. That's the big ah. one. Damn, because I work next to a corporate steakhouse, and after a long night, I love steak. It's easy just to walk over there of when they give you free drinks anyway and just get a fucking eight-ounce filet. Mm-hmm. It's hard to not do that, you know? So now I have to go there and get the Chilean sea bass. That's what that means, mm. which is delicious. It's a great piece of fish. But but you want the steak. I want the steak. <laughs> yeah, of course. You know? So it was a bit of a wake-up call. I had to realize that now I have to start to, for the rest of my life, watch what I actually eat. I just can't, just because I'm active on my feet, I just can't eat like a complete asshole and you know it's uh it, it's really hit my privilege a little bit I I, mm. I I used to feel invincible now i feel like i have to actually make correct decisions and be responsible yeah you want to be able to get that steak like even me and luke's the other day after after pumping iron with charlie we just like got takeout one pound steaks from this one restaurant like yeah can we get like medium rare steaks to go <laughs> and they're like oh, sure yeah, yeah. You just, just pound that steak down get some get that protein in enjoy that you have another good 10 years of that i think before <laughs> you guys you know we all have because like the cholesterol thing it's so hard to tell man like like my dad he ran half marathons when he had really high cholesterol he was running like 15 mile marathons and he was just not you know he would drink beer and he would eat a decent amount of red meat and that's what it, you know what was doing it and uh and then he got that shit way down in like six months or so just from diet. And, and, and the doctor tried to put him on meds. And they said, well, you, you know, the only way you're going to get this down is if you take this medication right here. And, and my dad's like, sure, I'll, I'll take it. And then he left and was like, fuck it, I'm not taking that. And he just changed his diet, got the cholesterol down by like 80 points. Doctor was like, wow, see what I tell you about that medication. And my, and my, and my dad's like, I never took it, one pill of that. It was just oh, diet. Geez. Damn, look at us. We're, we're DJ Steefy. We're talking about food here. We are. We are being DJ Steepy. Because, I mean, this podcast really hasn't been on brand in about, you know, two <laughs> months. It, it, it's been a lot about your Eastern European relationship, your entire getup as a person, and how I felt about, like, the Olympics and Space Jam. That's been, like, what the podcast has been. Uh-huh. Yeah, so we'll get back to, to food, booze, and music. Food, booze, and music. For but, sure. but entertainment. <laughs> yeah, same shit. Same shit. Um, you know. How was your gig? You had something in the city, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had had a recent uh, little wine comedy show that was fun. Uh, smaller audience, but uh, going to be doing the next one. I'll plug that on uh, October twenty first, Thursday night. Doing the longer set again. Uh, I think Craig's going to be on that show. Some of my nice. other friends that uh, you might have saw from the first show. A couple new faces, and it will be fun. It's going to be a little wine tasting pre show. Where we compare fermented grape juice to failed relationships, government conspiracies, and overall the crippling debt of this country, and you'll get to learn about Bordeaux that way, you know. And then we'll go into the showroom and do a little comedy show, you know. Should Hell be, yeah, should be fun. You guys had an interesting story, right? Another. This is one of those moments where we have to create a segment on the show for like <laughs> a night out with Robbie and Lucas because the two of them go to random places on the most. The latest episode, when the, by the time this comes out, the episode right before it, you will learn about 
Robbie's story about being trapped in a cabin in the woods by the <laughs> band leader. And, uh, you know, that one will will show you the way Robbie's able to deal with certain <laughs> absurd circumstances in real time. But we have another one. So uh, tell us what, what went down. Yeah, I, I guess it's fun the way because the way we go out is a little different than, than other people. Like it's a combination of his his experience. Like when I first met him, he, he was just busking. Right. He was like playing saxophone for money on the street, which he now calls prospecting which I think is great because he gets so many gigs from just like being out in the street playing. Yeah. So like we have a similar mentality when we go out, like when we, when we go out to random bars, like he'll just have his sacks and uh, we'll, we'll just make a thing of it. So if you want to yeah. pull up that, that Instagram video, does prospecting also include women abducting you? <laughs> Sometimes. Okay. I just want to make sure we're on the same page with, with what prospecting is because I think two out of every three people, it's for a gig, but one out of three, you're you're potentially if you don't handle that one right, you're getting fucked in the ass. Is that <laughs> is that a possibility? Uh, yeah, safe to say. Okay. Yeah. So the interesting thing about this is like we're crashing a wedding, which you know of course I always feel a little strange about. Like you know it's COVID, we're just like entering into a private party uninvited. All right. So you just, <laughs> you're just walking in, the door's wide open. We because uh, this isn't a movie. Like, like like there was no one there to stop you. Is what you're saying? Uh, roll tape. We are about to watch live footage of... Yeah, and I might be able, I'll, I'll just place this in, too. I might, I might do that for the video. There you go. And, of course, Lucas isn't connected to his own Wi-Fi in the house <laughs> that he lives in. But connected. So you just walked in. You've broken into the wedding already at this point, right? We're, like, in the in the alleyway. Like, we, like, snuck around the back alleyway. So we're, no like, one's... we're getting close. Right. We're, we're planning the Let's heist here. This is beautiful. This is what your 20s are for right here, guys, if you're watching this. So you're going to walk into the wedding and just start playing. Is that what's about to go down? You got a great ear. You'll be able to pick up whatever fucking song you're playing. You got this. Yep, found the key already. All right, here it goes. He's going into the ballroom. So about the, you, you got to be confident when you when you pull something like this off. I love the confidence in your walk. Just jumped right in. It's going well. It's going well. I mean, how could it not go well? <laughs> the, groom's, the groom's grabbing him, hugging him. The groom's like, I, I don't remember paying for this, but I'm so glad that you're here. You know, this venue, man, there's a lot of add-ons that they throw in that you don't realize. It's a great bang for your buck. So now he's still playing, and at this point, people are... Less people are dancing with you towards the end and starting to look at you and wonder, was that in the budget? <laughs> was it... Was it in the budget? Yes, he's going in, raging. All right, so 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 after that video, you gotta like break this down for me because I think a lot of people are gonna be a little confused. We don't want to leave a cliffhanger, right? Once it once the smoke settles and people go, okay, let's get off the dance floor, let's go get another drink. By the way, who the fuck is that guy? When did that moment happen? Uh, hours later, right? Hours later. <laughs> hours later. Okay. So tell him about what happened. Yeah, well, we, well, to get to those hours, what did you, the two of you? do for those next several hours did you just kind of exist did you just kind of went to another bar yeah, so yeah, you yeah, left yeah. the we, wedding we hit, we hit it and quit we it hit it hard and we quit and it and you yeah. quit it okay so so you <laughs> left the venue and then did you come back to the venue no we went down the street to this other bar it's like an outdoor one and uh 
we were there for like an hour and then the whole wedding shows up and then they uh. immediately recognize me and then <laughs> boom you so know, i played out there for them like, oh play another song play another. so they're was talking, ever, talking in spanish right they're colombian yeah, or something? yeah they're all colombians yeah. they're all colombian so that also helped because you know you guys are all of you know <laughs> spanish culture sticks together it's a beautiful thing yeah, they're like right? your nose i knew it your yeah nose. yeah so was there any point where the spanish groom the colombian groom said Looked to Jung and said, "Did I book this?" <laughs> no, not at no. all. <laughs> That's a beautiful thing. That's a beautiful thing. They didn't care. <laughs> yeah, they were just like, "That was awesome." <laughs> so you kept playing for them in in the after party, and then and then how did uh, yeah, they're throwing money at you, right? Yeah, I made like a hundred <laughs> bucks after that, like just uh, a cappella too, no speaker, nothing. I was just playing my horn, like yeah, people at the bar were clapping songs. and shit. So speaking <laughs> of speaking of demographics that could be good for you in a relationship, I'm gonna throw in there Colombian women. Okay, could be fantastic for you. All right, I I, I want to steer you away from Korea just a little bit. And, 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 no, and nothing against <laughs> them, right? No, no, I because because <laughs> as someone that was born in you know you have a very rich Spanish culture, right? Uh, you know, it, it, the, 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 you have a great family. I've met you and your cousin, and uh, by that I'm saying you have a great family. Uh, and based on the information I've learned about you, right? Uh, Colombian women, how do you say it? Do not fucking play. And, and and I think that is something that could be beneficial in your life because you like, and we've talked about it on the show before. You know, you are very agreeable, and yet you need something that is still exotic. You, you look at Korean women as exotic, but Colombian women are absolutely stunningly gorgeous. They're batshit crazy, but there's good crazy and bad crazy. You can find a good crazy. Do you feel that that is possible, or do you not? Is there something that... Is there a reason why you're not as attracted to Spanish women as you are a Korean women? Did I tell you I had, I had my ex-girlfriend, my ex-Colombian girlfriend from high school? Is this the one that was thrown out, out of the car? No. Okay. No. What Before demographic of woman did you throw out of a moving vehicle? Let, 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 she was Italian. Oh. She was Italian. Okay. So then, you know, that one, that's like if Gina was here, she would say that makes sense. You know, like they can, <laughs> you know, they'll rub a little dirt on the wound. They'll go eat some penny al vodka and they'll move on. All right. So that, that's fine. But. Um, no, my, my ex-Colombian uh, girlfriend, she, now she's dating. Okay, ex-Colombian girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, before the Italian. She, okay. She, uh, now she is dating currently Sean Paul's DJ and has been for like eight years. So like so what so what is different about Sean Paul's DJ compared to you? Because what the point I want to make <laughs> is I think there's more in common between you and Sean Paul's DJ than there is not in common. Could you think that you, the two of you are in the music industry, mm. right? The two of you have probably worn some sort of a weave at different points in your career, and the two of you probably know how to dress. And the two of you probably thrown a person out of a moving vehicle. So, <laughs> are, what is the straw that makes you timid to reopen the idea of a Colombian woman in your life? Because they are a beautiful people. Oh, they're definitely. They're definitely beautiful people. I don't know. I'm, I just, I don't know. They're probably fantastic in the bedroom. Mm. Right? Mm. You want someone that would like, like you know, life-changing sex. The, the, the type of sex where... Your left nut is sore for like 72 hours. That's a Colombian woman. She gave a good hand job. Good hand. She, this is in those days, I didn't. Why is that what you remember? Oh, because you're in high school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was high school. You're too young. You're too, you were too young at the time. So, you know, this is the time in your life, late 20s, early 30s, to maybe reopen that realm. Hmm. And he, yeah, whether he admits, he admits it or not, he's, he knows great Spanish. He has helped me. It's funny. He was helping me translate the other day. 
when I was like prepping my car to like get ready to go to the cabin in the woods. Oh, like, yeah. oh shit, this is a long, this is a long old journey. Yeah, but he, he was he, helping you prep, not the band leader. No, the no, band he, leader no, was out of no, it. No, he's right? helping he me translate because I went to this car shop that was like Spanish only. So I, okay. I, I brought him, I brought him with yeah. me, and he was like helping to like understand what the hell is going on. So Lucas is helping you get your car under control. And other people, because there, there, like there was a clear <laughs> language barrier at this car shop. So like they, they started like, they look, oh, can you talk to them and tell them this? So Lucas, yeah, yeah. Luke, they like hired Lucas temporarily. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he's like going around to the other thing. But his Spanish is on point. He can his Spanish is on point. <laughs> his sex appeal is on point. You have a very, I think... You, you have a personality that a Colombian woman can compliment because she will just create you in her in her essence, and you will go with that. You you're not the kind of guy that is quick to get into a big argument, right? Like like that's what would not work, you know. It's like you you get a good Spanish girl that will just blame her psychoticness on oh I'm, this is a passion I'm so passionate, right? And then meanwhile she stabs you in the leg with a with, with a <laughs> kitchen knife. But once or one or two of those are gonna happen. Mm. For a healthy, good, crazy relationship to blossom. Yeah. yeah, sure. You don't seem open-minded to it. <laughs> I like Korean women, man. I like Korean. Yeah, but you're. <laughs> what I'm saying is that you you need to like the physical person. You need to find what type of person is good Korean. For you. No, that's not a no. That's, that's I'm, physical. I'm, that's a that's an ethnicity. That's not a personality. <laughs> You have ethnicities, and then you have personalities. What you're trying to say is that the entire country of Korea makes the same person. That oh! is what you are saying right now. Don't, right. Make, me, don't make me sound racist. I'm not making you sound racist. Sound bite. Sound bite. When in doubt, blame it on the white guy. It's a great time, too. Blame it on the <laughs> white guy. Job. Right? I'm the one that said it. I might have said that I think you're thinking it, but I'm the one that said it. Okay? Yeah, blame it on me. Right? You know, that is not true. Right? Um he might. He might. What, what is the personality <laughs> that you're looking for? Because if we break down what that personality is, we might say tic tac toe Colombian woman. Um. Okay. I like. Uh, I like. I like. I like. K pop. Here's what we're gonna do on the show. He's we, fishing. He's we fishing need here. To, we need to. Uh, bring on a couple female guests, right? Random, uh, young, you know, promising Korean. summer. No, <laughs> young, promising Somerville ladies, right? And they, they, they might be Korean. They might be anything else, right? Mm -hmm. And we are going to bring on some prospects. So we're going to do a dating show on the show. And, and, and it's going to be a blind dating show. We're going to set up a cardboard wall, right? Lucas is going to be on one side. There'll be three formidable suitors on the other side. And Lucas is going to talk about what he likes and doesn't like, and then we're going to have these three ladies each talk about what they like and don't like. I am going to have one of them be Asian, okay? The other two will not be Asian. And then we're going to see... One's going to be Donna. You're going to pick... <laughs> oh, I'll <probably> accidentally <laughs> pick her. <laughs> you, you ain't going to know when I walk in the in the room, you little bitch whistle boy. It's going to be Sam in a dress. Come on in. You don't pick me. You don't pick me. You in for a long and hard weekend. Like a Chevy commercial when you see the truck ride up the Rocky Mountains. That mountain's going to be your little peewee, bitch whistle boy. I'm going to ride your pee and leave you with a with a burn like an Indian rug burn going right down your shaft. No, we're not going to bring in Donna. But we'll get three women, right? One of them will be Asian, right? Because then if he picks that one blind, there that checks go. out. 
that, that, that I will stand corrected. I will be the first one to shake your hand and say, I didn't know what's best for you. I'm sorry. I was being a overzealous friend, and I should have listened to you. I'll be the first to admit that. But there will be two other women that are not Asian, and they're also <laughs> going to be people. They're going to be human beings like the Asian woman that are going to have different thoughts, analyses, and opinions. But the, it's on... not going to matter, Sam. You are going matter. to uh, pick. We'll see. We're going to ask questions. <laughs> you're not going to see them. And you're going to pick which to. person you would want to go on a date with based on that conversation. If you pick the non-Asian one, you have to go on a date with them. We are going to source these women over the next week. We're, we're going to send out a feeler on Instagram, okay? <laughs> we're going to find three women, and if you pick the non-Asian one, you have to give it a chance. You have to go on a date with them. Are you willing to, are you willing to say live on the podcast, you're open to this idea. This can be a helpful idea of growth. I'm not going to have any trannies. I'm not going to have any non-binary okay. people. Okay, yeah, I wanted some be... conditions before I agreed yes. to this. Yes, yes, okay. No okay. trannies. Out of the 27 no genders, the gender that's going to be all th- in all three women is a female. Okay, female. There's going to be no penises. No penises allowed. Okay. No surprise cock. What are some other... Okay, because here's the thing. He's on the fence about this, and it, he, he, he doesn't want to do it, clearly. Robbie, what are some other uh, restrictions we need to put into place to make him feel comfortable for this to work? Between the ages of 20 to 40. Is that too high, or do you want us to bring that down? Do you want to do 20 <laughs> if she's to... she's Korean, then, yeah, 40s is fine. This is like... I... <laughs> if she's Asian, I... Okay, so, so how about I, I, this? I'm open to Asian, not okay. to Korean. How about this? If there, We know that one of these three women are going to be Asian. Can the Asian woman be 40? Yes. Okay, but the other two women women will be let's let's give it a age range twenty to thirty. Twenty to thirty, you want to go that young? 20? Twenty. Yeah, twenty five. Twenty one. Twenty. <laughs> twenty. Twenty two. I'm gonna say twenty four. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna jump in here. I'm gonna say twenty four to thirty two. Okay. I think that's a healthy age of someone that has somewhat of their head on their shoulders. I did not have my head on my shoulders until I was at least twenty four. That, and that is not true. I didn't have my head on my shoulders until <laughs> last year. But but the point is, so that will be the age range. And then how, Robbie, how will we source these people? I I, I don't want to have them all be from Somerville because he might know some of them, right? Right. I think me and you need to scout. We need to go to New Brunswick. Palisades Park. <laughs> where there is all different ethnicities of, it's a college town. Fort Lee. Right by in New Brunswick is where the Rutgers Medical Department is. We get a couple nursing or bio majors there in there. You go. People that really have Head of the shoulders. Of the future. Yes. Something going on upstairs. I we like need it. to go to New Brunswick, and we will document this, this part of it, and we will play it back on the show. Uh, we will scout women, and we will say, hey, do you want to be on a podcast dating show? And we'll... We'll even give them a picture. What we'll do, we'll bring a really attractive picture of Lucas, and we will find three women that already are attracted to him based on the picture. So they don't have to see you. They know what you look like. All three of them would already be willing to go on a date with him based on the picture. We bring them in. These girls are blind on the show. We do it on the YouTube channel. We get the three girls sit here, and we will conduct the interview. We'll each have a panel of questions, and then we will ask Lucas the same question. And... Lucas will then have to pick. Maybe <laughs> this picture. Like it will be that picture. It will be that picture. It will be this picture. You show it on for the show. It will be that will be the picture for the dating show. Nice. So now th- th- this is starting to come together. And I don't want to get ahead of myself here, but if 
you and the date are down. Maybe film crew to the first date. We'll see what happens. <laughs> maybe <laughs> film crew to the first date. Or a wire. Maybe live podcast during the first date. So we'll, we'll, we'll be in his ear with like an earpiece. Ear we'll yeah. give him feet of lines. <laughs> live, live podcast for the first date at Greenall. We will be. All right, Lucas, the, talk about your saxophone again. Talk we'll about be in the parking lot. Talk about your gigs. <laughs> so, okay. This is coming together. So we need to actually put this together soon. Uh, because yes. th- this is a great idea. Are, are, are you open to this with the parameters we've set in place yes, so far? Now I am. Yes, absolutely. Okay. W- what else would you need to make yourself not only feel comfortable? I want you to give this a chance. It w- if you pick the non-Asian, which you probably will. Uh, Spoiler. I, I'm I gonna. Pr- it. I we're bringing four women because with four Ooh. women, there's only a 25% chance he picks the Asian. With three, there's a 33% chance. I don't like those odds. We're, we'll bring <laughs> four because the point, if he picks the Asian one, I'm going to be pissed. I'm walking <laughs> out the door. I'm pissed. So we need to find, the, the point of this exercise, we need to find an Asian woman that we really think does not make sense for him. Attractive-wise, yes, but as a human being, right? So we need to, Ooh. we'll figure that out when, when we go out in the town. But, uh, yeah. I- are the other three going to be all different as well? As yeah, the they'll, they'll be a white girl. There might be two. Or there'll definitely be a Spanish girl. There might be a, a lovely uh, African-American female. Maybe an Indian girl. Okay. Uh, maybe, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I think that based on the demographic of this area covers it. Yeah, you know? so, yeah, we can go out in New Brunswick. But also, uh, he's got some people that have some leads for some other ladies. Like, he met the most charming man in the world and, like, the Korean version of oh, you. dude, I met... <laughs> And you then and they might Korean and man. they might be okay. they were they, they were confident about like feeding him ladies. So, okay. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> so then <laughs> me and you story. need to reach out to these people and we need to help them source women for this. Exactly. This so what's, the, what's the what's this dude's deal? We uh, need to okay. give these women something in return. If they do the show, um, of course. Yeah, yeah. I, I I need to give them like a bottle of wine or something for doing the show. So that that's what we'll do. Nice, yeah. nice, nice, nice. So if they want to do the show, they get a bottle of wine mm-hmm. for being on the digestive. And and being a part of the experiment, but they have to be willing to go on a date with him if, if he picks them. Oh, so, of course, yeah, of course. Uh, we have to make sure these women are, are are all pretty much vertically challenged. You know, we don't want him to pick a girl taller than him. Yeah, no he's Amazonian. Not, he's not give yeah. it a chance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's not. Yeah, no Amazonian. No, you know. If he can, if he can provide her cunnilingus standing up, it's not ah. a go. It's not a good option. Exactly. Also, could you keep her under like you know one forty, one thirty? Yes, I understand. You believe in uh, what what's attractive to you physically is what was attractive in the nineties, which is eating disorder. That is what you're into. You are attracted to not natural curves, not the natural tones and natural beauty of the female body and not the natural essence of why women are the ones that create life, you know, that we appreciate now. None of that is important to you. You need Asian and eating disorder. That's why we're trying to wean you off of that, right? We want to wean you off of that and we want to get you into uh real down-to-earth human being that's where i want you to land right so i want you to know i'm doing this as a it's because i care about you and i I want you to expand your horizons you are in the prime of your dating life i mean look at you you're in the prime of your dating life you need to expand and and this is a great experiment for you to connect with someone just based on conversation before you see them the generous service you're offering sam i feel the love yeah I don't think this will be super hard to set up either. I think no, we no, can, no. you know. 
Uh, and so what we'll do is uh, maybe we'll try to clip this out and put it on the on the Instagram too, see if there's any takers. <laughs> see any, any, any biters? Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. But I think the best way to do it is just to kind of go out in like New Brunswick over the next week and, and, and just kind of ask around, you know? Go to a couple spots. Just show the picture. Show the picture. <laughs> Maybe, we might go to Staples, get a big cutout of you or like a big – like a, some a fold-out like paper. Yes, yeah, so we had to take that picture, print it out. <laughs> Printed out pull, pull on, it out of our jacket pocket on legal like, size man. paper. It's all it's all folded up. Yeah, yeah. We open it up. This man, the saxophone's <laughs> half the size of his body. They're like, "Who is this person? Why does he have all these things?" Uh, come find out. <laughs> what are your? Um, are, are there any hesitations at this point? Because what we can't have is us do all the legwork to set this up, and then you get cold feet. I'm not putting up with that. I cold will. Cold feet. No, yeah. I want to make this, sure. This it sounds like fun, man. This is this is that's great. That's. Setting it all up, that's beautiful. All right, so so, so the, this is 100% a go. This is a su- super go. Yeah, you can freaking do that. That's okay. Awesome. Yeah. Now, now let's, nice. let me, me ask you. You're going to have to describe me to them. So what three words are you going to give them when you show them the scroll with my freaking face? That is for me to decide. <laughs> no, no, I need I need to know this. I mean, no, he, he, he'll, he'll probably, I'm assuming he's going to improvise based on the person. That's what I assume he'll do. Like he'll, he'll give like three different words every person. <laughs> I think the initial bio is going to be in Robbie's hands. Robbie does not have to tell you what it is, but no man knows you the way Robbie Sko does. So Robbie Sko is going to provide the initial bio, and then uh, me and Robbie will take turns with each formidable suitor and ask them questions about what they look for in a man. You will listen. We will then ask you questions of what you look for in a woman in the same topic matter. They will listen, right? Mm-hmm. They are already okay with going on a date with you. Um, and then at the end, you're going to pick either girl one, girl two, girl three, or girl four. Now, if you pick the non-Asian one, one of the three non-Asian ones, I need to know that you will still go on a date with them. I will. If you are not initially attracted to them from first sight, you will still go on a date with them. Yes. That is That can't even be a second thought because that's unfair to the girl. Of course. You picked her. She didn't pick you. She is getting a bottle of wine. She's getting compensated in some way. But you need to take her on a date. Do I have to pay? Yeah, fuck it. It's a fucking date. <laughs> I have to pay date. for everything? Oh, man. This guy got lucky. His first date with Ukrainian was We are covering. Half half. Here's the thing. What you're not paying for is the recruiting. We are covering the expenses of getting the girls here. Logistics. We, logistics. Scheduling. Scheduling. Thank you. <laughs> What else are we covering? Are we covering for him? We're, we're producing it. Producing it. it. We're covering the the interviewing compensation. We said that, but but I like let's, that you said it again. Let's say it again. You said it again. Producing. We are covering all that. Do you understand that the 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 dollar figure behind that is probably around seventy eight bucks, which is about <laughs> what a first date dinner would cost at you know a little hole in the wall horseshit place that you're probably going to take the girl to. So you know, <laughs> I'll take it to New Brunswick. <laughs> Yeah, they get one of those bars. I don't know. Yeah, two gin and tonics for eight bucks. That was pretty good. I think the point of the experiment that will help too is we have to have one of the four girls we know is just wrong for him. And part of the experiment is will he pick the girl that is just completely wrong for him? Because that will be another way for us to realize what the problem is. <laughs> what would that mean? Is that if you don't wrong, know I, I, if someone is right? Like, like, like you don't put your the patriarchy that you look at when deciding on a formidable suitor is not built to 
sustain your heart. It's it's just it, it's an immediate gratification, and you are not looking into the inner soul of the person, mm, mm. and that is what we are going to try to help you with. I like this. I like How this many problem. friends would do this? It's, it's never no unheard one, of. No one's ever unheard of. You never see that on your Instagram feed. You never. <laughs> and and we will do this as a we will go on Instagram live for the show. The show will be on Instagram live. <laughs> That's amazing. And people can tune in. Oh, they'll be start voting in the comments, but you can't look at the comments. Can you mention that I drive a BMW to everybody? Can that be one of the? Uh, yes. I, again, I think I think, I think it help. says a lot. I, about I think me. that'll help. What does that say? Because it's not a, a well-made car, by the way. A BMW is the most overrated vehicle okay. on the America. We're going to argue. I, 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 oh, well, no, no, no. I, 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 I am passing Sam. this to my <laughs> wife because she knows cars and I do not. All I know is that as a fucking piece of shit husband, I just take what my wife says and it, I take it as, as truth. And the BMW <laughs> is not a well-made car. Oh, boy. Next topic. It's an overpriced, not well-made vehicle. And it is a it is a car it, it is a car that represents <laughs> small dick energy. <laughs> I'm, I'm not F. saying you have small dick energy. I'm just talking about the BMW. You can't help <laughs> that you found a BMW. You drive it, and I'm I'm not associating it with you. I'm just talking about the BMW as a whole. I do not think we should say the BMW. Really? I, I think the girl should just be pleasantly surprised by the BMW and take it for what it is. Because I think at least two girls on this panel will look at that and go, "Ugh, he drives a BMW. Of course he does." Mm. And those are the girls we want you to pick. The are you gonna tell them I play the sax? We're it, gonna. It's t- in the picture. Th- that is a rewarding them. characteristic. Yeah. What's not a rewarding characteristic BMW's is that you buy. Is that you drive a Beamer? No. What? No. Yeah, was that not? A Do you know how many fucking how much road rage I've gotten into with a BMW driver? <laughs> it's every single time. <laughs> the BMW driver has no courtesy in the road. They cut you off. They run red lights. We got they one do- speed. Let's go. Yeah. Tiger blood. Well, I think this was productive. This is going to be uh, part one of the Lucas Perez dating show. It, it is what we what we started to choreograph. Episodic. Today. I'm excited. What are we missing? What needs to be added to this, Robbie? Like, uh, what, what what variable? Are there prizes? Are there anything else we should do with conducting the show? Where where's your brain going with this as the civil engineer of Somerville and Somerset County? Uh, yeah, I think there's fun ways to really just the, the premise is there just to really like get those questions right. You know, we got to sit down <laughs> on those questions. Yeah, yeah, we got to think hard about those questions. What what would be a good question? It would be mm-hmm. like, um, something. I like when a question's like a metaphor, you know, mm-hmm. and to see how somebody would answer that question, you know, like, like you're an ant, you're part of an ant colony, right? And the queen is telling you to be a part of this colony and do your job within the colony for the betterment of the whole, but you've always wanted to explore outside the colony but you don't know the dangers that that may face you know if you were an ant and you did not know what was out there would you be the kind of ant that would stay with the colony or would you go and explore and maybe potentially run into a caterpillar and lose your life (laughs) you know like that's exactly that's a big picture question that shows (laughs) what would your response be to that question if i asked you that if you're an ant would you stay with the current ant colony or would you go and explore Uh... and potentially risk your ant life (laughs) Uh, I don't know. I guess 
Uh, to sound more interesting, I would say the second one. See, this is the bullshit that you can't do on the show. Yeah. You see, like, I, I, the, the, this I, whole lackadaisical, you're not into it. These women are going to be, be behind the be door. you got to be on. it's fucking you 11 o'clock. I know, but I need you to be <laughs> excited about this. These women are going to want to hear excitement about who you are as a human yeah, we're being. We're not doing it in the morning. I don't think any of them would agree to come here in the morning. No, I think this. this is a Monday night. That's a night. That's a Monday night. That's a nighter. This is a Monday nighter. <laughs> yeah, because there'll be drinks involved. Drinks have to be involved. Definitely some G&T is involved. Everyone mm-hmm. can get complimentary drinks, and I'll bring some, like, you know, give them some dog shit Pinot Grigio to take yeah. home with them, you know, yeah. for being a part of it. Absolutely. Yeah. Give, um, give them some funny, like, problem-solving uh, questions, like, you and your date are camping in the woods. Your man is asleep. There's a screeching alien approaching. What do you do? Bingo. <laughs> Bingo. See, Robbie's better with the questions. The, 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 the ant question was a little much. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to pretend it was a good question. What would you do? What would be your answer to that? Uh, a screeching alien? Well, you didn't know what it is. An unidentified screeching sound that seems to get close. You're with your, your date your, your in date in the woods. Okay. Your, your date's asleep. Do you wait it out? I mean, There's an unidentified If we're going to the woods, I brought a weapon. I definitely brought a weapon. All right. There what did you bring? See, there we go. What would that weapon be? Gun, or something to, to. Do you own a gun? No, but okay. So I'm that's. Sure. A, I've never gone camping. So you probably you probably would have bought a knife. Yeah, or a knife. A knife. You I have guess. a knife with you. For protection. Yeah. Would you? I'd be prepared for that. Would you open the the tent with a pocket knife and be ready to 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 bro down, or would you stay in the tent? I'd go out. Yeah, I'd go out and see what that what the sound is. Okay. With my knife. Okay. Well, I think the ladies would appreciate that. That. See, like, that's the kind of answer you have to give. Nice. Mm, you know? Nice. He's ready. He's ready, folks. Yeah, I think he's good to go. <laughs> this, this is going to be exciting. <laughs> this is going to be <laughs> presented by Bitch Whistle Boy Productions. <laughs> that, that saxophone guy, and in partnership with that saxophone guy, who will be the next That Saxophone Girl? <laughs> that is the name of the show. Who will be that saxophone girl? If you play your cards right, you could be that saxophone girl. That is how we sell it. We go out there. That's how we scout them. You can be the next that saxophone girl. And then whoever wins, this is the other thing. Whoever get, Lucas picks, A, he has to take her on a date, and B, she has the right and she is going to be ideally contractually obligated to. We will work on that part. We'll work on the fine print. But she will have to change her handle to that saxophone girl. <laughs> if she wins, she if that handle is taken, then she will have to be that saxophone girl 2165, whatever. But she will have to change. Let's see right now if that handle is available. If we typed that saxophone girl. And if it isn't, we, I think, need to take it so that we can hold on to it for the winner of this show. Grab it while it's hot, folks. Fuck. Okay, there it is. What about that saxophone guy's girl? (laughs) 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 Saxophone guy's girl. (laughs) That's probably a veil. That handle's available. That handle's available. This is who will be the next that saxophone guy's girl. Live here in the music lab. Four formable suitors. Four different races. Four different experiences. One man with a weave. I didn't know what that was until I was in my mid-20s. One man. Who is he going to decide on? Will he be even awake? Will he even show up? These are the questions that you're going to be answered. If you tune in live to who can be that next saxophone guy's girl live at the music lab. 
Uh, Fuck yeah. That's amazing. That is what's going down. That's All right, amazing. so Robbie, we need to come up with a game plan of how we're going to source these women and make them feel like this is a good idea. That's, yes. that's the whole. We got to sell it. We got to get our marketing team involved. Sell that shit, you know? We got to really come, come in hot, you know? Get our lawyers involved with the fine print. <laughs> For sure. For sure. All right. Well, anyway, I think this was uh, productive. We're going to wrap up soon. Um, I mean, last but not least, uh, because you have a couple of music students today that are coming in. I got, uh, we do want to share you. We've been wanting to share you this one artist for months. Like, we appreciate that you think we're talented. One of the dudes we've been really digging, he's out of Brooklyn. Yeah, man. Multi talented. I wouldn't mind just giving him the entire budget for him to come out and do his thing. He's he's freaking fire, man. He's great. We look up to him. Very creative. We have a new potential artist to join the crew, and we're going to play his stuff in real time to end the show. Yeah, yeah. shots, and he is Ben Levin. Let's. Okay, that was still the wedding crasher video. Oh, I love that we are getting more technologically involved with videos. Animator too. Is this a male or a female? <laughs> Ambiguous. Non-binary? Yeah. Hey. hey. So, I mean, that's, that's like... Show, show him the the the, uh, the breakfast, uh, the frozen toast. Here's Ben. It's Ben Levin. Show him frozen toast. Frozen oh, toast. Frozen I think toast. is the real one. Frozen toast. Dude, Fro- it's, it's called frozen. No, no, it's next toast. to it's next to coffee cup. There you go. This is actually the really good one. I am the bread you keep in the freezer. Honestly, the animation's fantastic. <laughs> right? So he, they pooped the bread in the toilet? That's what happened? <laughs> Is that a goat? <laughs> it's like a it's like a little pedophile goat. Yeah, right. Oh, the, the toast is alive again. Yeah. Somehow. So the goat wants the toast. The, the goat shat the toast out, <laughs> but the goat... He's never going to forget the toast. Exactly. Okay. Now the goat's back in the freezer and he's missing his toast. All right, all right, all right. Turn off, turn off. Jesus Christ. All right, so I think what we do, I mean, wouldn't that be great if this is the intro music for the next That Saxophone Guy's Girl and we just play the frozen toast. The frozen toast. Because I think that's a video that will allow these four girls to feel like this is what they've gotten into. This is this is what they've gotten themselves into. This is going to be the level of weirdness that's going to be here. But we will have, I think we need to have hors d'oeuvres. Ooh, we need to have drinks. Yes. Um. 
What do you think? Have Ben there at Vintage. We'll put up a screen behind him. We'll, we'll have him do his animations and sing like that. I don't want to and, uh, throw too many variables that get away from the, the larger point. And the larger point is that you are going to find a formidable suitor. And that just <laughs> needs to be on a, mission. I love a it. true dating show. I, I want everyone involved, you and the four women that are you know willing to do this, to get the most out of this. You know, So we can't just start throwing... Brooklyn techno animations about frozen toast and goat shitting at them because it's going to create a lot of confusion. So I, I, we need to stay on brand with these four women. Know what you look like. You don't know what they look like, but they are here to get to know you on the other side of a cardboard wall, and you are just getting to know them based on their voice and their responses. Right? If you hear of, we need to make sure the Asian girl that we get has a very Americanized American voice. Yeah. Of course. If we get the Asian of accent, course. we're fucked. He's going to pick that every day of the week. He's done. Yeah. He is yeah. going to be mm-hmm. a, a, a douche about that. So I we, know that. So yeah, I think I think we'll make a variety show out of it too. Like every three or so questions, we'll have him play Careless Whisper or something. Have well, that play, could be good. We could, we could actually have him play the sax for them, and like in a way, he'll be like serenading them. So like that will be a really great. What did you think of that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did that make you feel? <laughs> the, we're gonna have like the Indian girl's gonna be like, I just want to know what his credit score is. I don't give a shit. <laughs> fuck he's doing on the on the bitch whistle should, should we show him that he's, he's been keeping up <laughs> can we reveal your credit score i don't know i i'm very proud of it now okay good i used to have like low sixes for so long i just got above seven all right I'm so, so here, happy. here's the last thing and we'll we'll end with this because we gotta get going but um would you be willing i i want to have a question of what is what is in your opinion your your biggest improvement or your biggest negative or something people might not know about you that you may not be proud of? Are you ready to answer that question? What would that answer be? My credit score. Yeah. I thought you said it, it did improve. Oh, 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 oh. yeah, yeah. No. What's the biggest thing that is not going that well about you that you are willing to admit and say that you're you hopefully you want to get better at as either a person, something that you is going on in your life, whatever it may be. Um, shit, dating. Yeah, that's a horrible answer because like that's why we're here. Yeah, I know. So, so think about that. What are your biggest weaknesses? Your biggest weakness, I think. Uh, I love too much. When a woman sees vulnerability, uh, that is going to be an important step for them to get to know you, and then they will be able to answer the questions about their own vulnerabilities, and you'll be able to take a better assessment on who you think is right for you. So you need to be able to answer that question, so then that we can ask them that question, and. We'll kind of go from there. The hard questions we need to ask you first because they're on the show. They need to feel comfortable. All right. Uh, the more mainstream questions, we'll ask them first so that you can gauge their answers and then we'll ask for your answers. So Are we, we going to have all four of them behind that curtain in that room with that door closed? Like every fucking. Like, like at we're the same literally going to have you upstairs. You, we're yeah, gonna you, bring you'll you you'll in. probably we're be in a different room. You're going to be different. We're going to bring you in like the corner of this room. The four women are going to be scattered around here, yeah, comfortable and ready to go. You're gonna, just going to be in a little dark corner. And, and we're. All they're going to hear is your voice. All right. My sex. Do we need to get? Do we have enough microphones for this and headphones? That that that's the only issue. Like, how, how many headphones do we have? Uh, we need, need a couple more headphones. We're close. Okay, all right. I might be able to help with that too. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, anyway, guys, as always, this has been the DJ Steve. We have come to a, a brilliant conclusion today of how we're gonna better the dating life of that saxophone guy. And very surely, we will have the next That Saxophone Guy's Girl. Uh, <laughs> as always, I've been Sam Mushman. You can follow me on Instagram at Vino Comic. That's Vino underscore comic. SamMushman.com for dates and uh, fun things going on. Uh, Mr. Robbie Sko, where can they follow you, hear about you? 
Robbie Sko, Instagram and YouTube, R-O-B-B-I-E-S-K-O. And for you. That saxophone guy. Okay, good. Enough said. Enough said? <laughs> good. Right. Well, until next time. It's going to get real. We're going to meet people, and we're going to grow as a unit. So thank you guys very much. Peace. Stay tuned. Love is in the air. Oh, <laughs> my